Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher, too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at Care.com. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast, a special edition for SummerSlam. Hey, it's the Ant Man, my friend Michael Glavin. How are you, sir? Good to see you. I am doing fantastic. It's a pleasure to be here in this awkward hotel room setting, <laughs> recording something. There were some looks that we got as people were walking by as we were setting up. I think they thought we were filming something else. Yeah, when you bring cameras into a hotel room, often uh, you get strange looks now. Uh, we're excited to be here in Detroit. Tonight is SummerSlam at Ford Field. So excited for this. Uh, Detroit has been fantastic so far, but we really haven't got much further than the airport. So uh, <laughs> we are excited about the show, though. Uh, let's let's get things rolling. We're just going to run down all the matches, talk about some of our favorites in these and what we're looking forward to. And, of course, we always encourage you to please chime in. Join the chat. Let us know what you think about these bouts these fights who you think is going to win why you think they're going to win who you think is going to come out on top it, i mean it's going to be a lot of fun uh, coming up tonight on peacock but uh, we're excited to be here in detroit let's start with the battle royal uh, the battle royal we i mean there's 25 people in this one the ones i really know are la knight and aj styles and then pretty much everybody else who doesn't have a match at SummerSlam. is this really la knights to lose 
Well, we did see him kind of be in an over type situation on Friday. Mm -hmm. And by WWE booking standards, that doesn't, you know, uh, sit well possibly for Mr. L.A. Knight. I think it would be cool if he was able to take this and it and it be his to lose, but I'm not sure. I think I think it could be something where where we give him the Daniel Bryan treatment and and see him struggle to get you know get that W. Could, yep. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I, I think that it's interesting because it, it's one that it feels like it was thrown together. It was put in at the last minute. Just just last week they started talking about it. It doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have a plan or they're just making stuff up and maybe just something for L.A. Night. But it does. It kind of feels that way. Uh, whether it is or not, it'd be yet to be seen. But you'll hear all of these matches. There's eight, including this one, eight on the card. You've got to. I was thinking maybe this will kind of kick things off, kind of like at WrestleMania with the uh, Andre the Memorial, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But this has to go somewhere in the middle because every one of these other cards is either for a title or a huge stipulation, uh, you know, something big on the line. So I'm guessing this is probably going to be thrown somewhere in the middle to give everybody a little break, wouldn't you? I, I would have to think so. I mean, this is probably one of the most packed cards that we've seen in a minute. And to think that we would start off with the Battle Royal and go through all of these other matches without a break or a breather. Um, I hope it goes on somewhere in the middle because otherwise you you could get some serious match card fatigue. And you still could if, if, I mean, that crowd, we've seen the crowds grow for LA Knight. And if that's the thought that he's going to go over in this thing, you don't want to leave and miss that either. So That's exactly right. And depending on what they have planned, if you start out the show by watching the crowd favorite not go over, that could be a problem too. Exactly. Take the wind out of the room. It really could. All right, let's move to the triple threat. Here we've got Asuka versus Bianca versus Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte was a little bit of a thrown in on this one. It, it, It could would have been a great match just with the two just with Oscar and Bianca because there was already a story there but it is kind of convoluted the story a little bit I'm not mad that Charlotte's on it it was just interesting how she was thrown in on this match absolutely I I um you know all three of these women have worked very hard to be here I don't want to take anything away from what they're going to bring tonight but if I'm being honest I do think this is the weakest match on the card uh for for SummerSlam not because of the athletic ability of any of them, but because the story just, uh, to, to quote you, didn't feel very sticky. We had something working with um, Asuka and Bianca, and I felt like there was some good steam there. And then we see kind of the stereotypical thing of Charlotte, you know, walk in the door and be like, well, I'm here, let's eat. And uh, <laughs> that really is what it feels like. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, again, I love watching Charlotte do her thing. It's not anything wrong with her, but she's been gone for an extended period of time. The first time she's back in the door, she inserts herself in the title picture. So um, I hope that we're able to tell a story in this match and it not be what it looks on the surface, which is a triple threat for the sake of having a triple threat. And it's for the undisputed women's title, of course, Asuka the champ. Uh, Who will come out on top, we'll find out a little bit later on tonight. Excited to have you along for the ride as well. Even if if you're in Detroit, great. Make sure you uh, hit us up on Instagram, Wrestle Chat Podcast. We'd love to connect with you at the show if you're going to be there. Uh, if you're not, if you're watching from home, make sure you chime in on the chat there as well. Drop us a note. Let us know what you think about this match and any others that we talk about here today. And, uh, and let your voice be heard. 
That's what this whole thing is all about. Uh, and shout out to, uh, I, I should have uh, pulled this up actually. Um, I think this might be our last episode. I think I'm going to work at McDonald's. Uh, that was a comment from the last one. So even if that's your comment that I should go work at McDonald's, that's completely fine. I, I, I assume they were talking to me. They weren't. I think. Yeah, I think they were talking to me. I mean, I wouldn't but, be surprised if they were talking to me, but it felt like it was aimed at you. <laughs> I mean, I that. look like I look like I should be throwing some burgers together. But <laughs> no, but chime in. We all of them. We appreciate it because here's the deal. No matter what you do, no matter what you say in there, the algorithm goes up when you comment. So that's right. I appreciate that. Even if you're dissing us completely fine with that let's move on to the next one it's the intercontinental title you got guther taking on drew mcintyre drew coming back um just a few weeks ago and no doubt this is going to be a hard hitting match unfortunately and listen i i don't want to we we are typically on a high note with yeah. everything yeah. There are some matches and some storylines that feel like that they just pick up in the middle and you, there's no background and i kind of feel like it's that with this and and Using that, using that word sticky, there's not a lot sticky with this other than these two guys are brutes. They are hard-hitting. I mean, from our seats, we'll be able to hear without mics them smacking each other in this match. But do you see um, Guther dropping the title to Drew just for the sake of dropping it? Or is there a story there? Or do you see Guther, you know, taking, taking the title home with him again one more time? So two-phase answer, two-fold answer. Um, I, I don't see... Drew McIntyre as a legitimate threat to Gunther's Intercontinental Championship right now. Um, as you said, the story kind of felt like it picked up around match two uh, where we've already got the initial hype out of the way, but it doesn't really quite feel as big as a rubber match either. And so we feel like we're caught in the middle, um, but also we're so close to to Gunther. Gunther? Gunther? G. Gunther. Um, if you see him tonight, just say, what up, G? Yeah, what up, G? How you doing? Um, and uh, we're so close to him continuing to set records for a title reign. Um, I know he's inching closer to, I believe, it's Honky Tonk Man. Oh, and, yeah. And so I, I I feel like WWE slash Triple H is in a mode right now where they want to reset some of these records. Yeah. And they want to put some newer people um, in these lists. And so with the way this storyline has been treated and with how close he is to setting some records, I can't believe that that's going to be the case. But all that to say, despite a little bit of a lackluster entrance, this is going to be a sleeper match to watch. These two guys are incredible yeah, in the ring. And for whatever it's lacking in story, it's going to deliver in an actual match. you got to think about this too, the the role that Imperium is on. And just for the, the fact of, of the role that factions are on in WWE right now. It's been a while since something like that has happened. And you've got an incredible story with Judgment Day. Imperium is starting to get uh, get some steam as well. I'd like to see Gunther keep the title and keep that momentum going for this faction uh, well into WrestleMania 40. Yeah, that'd be absolutely. a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right, next match, we're going to move over to Logan Paul versus Ricochet. It feels like there's some real-world when I say real world, outside of WWE, we're moving over to Logan Paul's podcast that there's some real heat. And I think it started really at the last pay-per-view at Money in the Bank mm -hmm. when, uh, and I'll be honest, I kind of hated that they highlighted a botched spot right, to be right. the catalyst. But I'll, I'll be honest, I'm really excited to see what happens with these two. Logan Paul, we've, we've talked about here many, many times, has impressed many, many people. And uh, no doubt he is a, a legit WWE superstar, yep. whether 
you want to accept that fact or not. He is he's bringing in eyeballs, he's bringing in money, and he's actually performing really, really well. Yep. You got two guys that like to do the high flying stuff going against each other. I I see them uh, going to new new heights on this match. What about you? Absolutely. Um, normally, when we refer to a match as a spot fest, yeah. that's normally a bad thing. But with the way this card has shaped out, I feel like this match will be a spot fest, but it's going to be a very positive thing. I think we're going to see some cool moments in this match. I think Ricochet is going to carry more of the wrestling fundamentals and keep the momentum of the match going. But we're going to see Logan Paul there to help kind of tell the story and put it over for whatever he does uh, very little lack in in the fundamentals of wrestling i'm really excited for this match because i don't know what to expect yeah and, and you know i don't know whether to expect a uh you know a bunch of high flying stuff or one or two big spots in the rest ground game like i, I don't know or some crash and, and burns even. yeah or some crash yeah. and burns even and and i think the fun part about this match in particular is that we just don't know what we're going to yeah, agreed, and I'm excited to watch this one as well. Um, the uh, the deal is we can't forget, and that he reminds us when he actually does get into match, especially one on one stuff, is that titanium laced right fist mm-hmm. of Logan Paul, and how will that come into play? Because we've seen it uh, kind of teased a couple of times when those two are in the ring together, but uh, we'll see if that comes into play and, and ends up putting uh, Ricochet on his back. Yep, yeah, for sure. We'll see. All right, moving on to a, a story that has actually become a very incredible, incredible story. And the biggest reason is because it is real. Mm -hmm. There is real, everything that, a lot of people have been talking about the vignettes that played on Raw with these two. And we're talking about uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Shayna Baszler, these two friends. Now, let's, this is an easy one to suspend some disbelief Mm -hmm. here for a minute, is that they were, let's let's stay in WWE storyline, they were friends. A lot of stuff has happened. Um, Shayna was here first. Ronda came in later and took the spotlight, per se, from uh, from Shayna. And that's something that you can, I mean, that a normal person can get behind. You you go to work with a friend, and the friend ends up getting the promotion. Whatever it is, you know. Uh, <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> Something happened there? <laughs> we'll be on the, the pre-show card, just so you know, right after this. Uh, but you've got, and they're weaving in stuff that really happened with these two when, you know, uh, Shayna got her start in, in uh, MMA before Ronda did, but Ronda got the spotlight there quicker than Shayna did, and and Ronda kind of took in Shayna underneath her wing. But Shayna says that she feels like that that Ronda really used her as a sparring partner and things like that. Uh, listen, there's it's been a long it, actually it's been since WrestleMania when The Rock was on there and they and Ronda came out of the crowd that I've been this excited about a Ronda Rousey match, yep. if I'm being honest. That was the last time I was like, oh, I can't wait to see her in the ring. This one is an MMA fight between two MM, legit MMA players. And, uh, you know, is it going to be worked? Let's just forget about that part for a second. Let's just go, here's the issue. Let's see it settled. And this is one match between these two that I'm – I'm not looking forward to it being over. I feel like this story is just getting started. And if this is is indeed the end of the road for Ronda in WWE for the time, what a cool way to go out. But, man, I would take, you know, depending on how this match goes, two or three more of these, Mm -hmm. I'd be okay with that. What about you? Um, This has been an interesting thing because it's like like you're shooting off fireworks for the 4th of July and you light that one firework and the fuse goes all the way down and nothing happens. And it's that moment of... What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I feel like 
not taking any credit away from her, that that's kind of been after the initial pop of Ronda's career in the WWE. That's what we've been waiting on. We lit the fuse and it's, it just wasn't happening. And it's not that she's bad in the ring. Um, she does a lot of things that are really, really great. But, you know, we went through this tag run. We've gone through a couple matches with, you know, the, the other women on the roster. And it never really just hit. But but as you said, this is the first time where I feel like the firework has actually gone off. Yeah. And they're using her for something that makes sense. Yeah. This is by far what I feel like the underdog match of the entire card. Yeah. You know, we have some that that we don't know what to expect, as we've said. But this right here, this is the match that that I'm waiting to see it be talked about when SummerSlam is over. Because under MMA rules with two MMA people, I think we stand to see the perfect mixture of a kind of a work shoot thing where, you know, somebody's nose might get busted up, mm -hmm. but they just may not have to go to the hospital mm -hmm. afterwards. And that groove right there is where we're trying to hit. Well, it, if, if this is indeed the end of the road for Ronda in the WWE, what an amazing way to go out yeah. is is elevating. And you want to do that anytime, but elevating not only your partner in the match, but a friend. And yep. to be able to do that on your way out the door could be huge for Shayna Baszler because yep. she's kind of hovered around that like, uh, okay, we need a filler. Yep. Throw in Shayna. Legit, because, I mean, she's legit MMA. You know, she's a great fighter. Uh, has yet to, I think, really impress a lot of people when it comes to WWE. But this whole storyline has really impressed me. So I'm excited about this. What about you? What do you think? Join in on the chat. Comment on this video. Let us know what you think about Ronda, Shayna, and who you think is going to come out on top of this one. We didn't say that. Who you think is coming out? That's tough. Um, I actually have a feeling that it could be Ronda that comes out on top. And I think it's a way um, for, uh, in a long form storytelling, for Shayna to get some benefit. Yeah. It's not common to leave WWE with a W, but I think this could be a rare exception to that rule. I'm going to go Shayna on this one, so we'll, we'll see. Looking forward to that tonight. All right, we know the story here. This is the third. This is the rubber match between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. This, he, we've said it, or you know, people talking about it said, this is Cody's hard times. And finally, Cody said, he's my hard times. He is it. It is going to be hard times for sure for Cody, although he says he is going to embarrass Brock tonight at SummerSlam. Let's see you. Oh, man. This, this has so much, um, to quote Shrek, uh, this situation is like an onion. There are layers and layers and layers. You know, for those of us who have, who have been uh, blessed to see the Cody Rhodes documentary, yeah. we're feeling this, this Cody rub right now where we, where we want to see him continue to climb the mountain. And, and here's the thing. I don't think that when Cody says he wants to embarrass Brock Lesnar, that that means beating Brock Lesnar. Mm. And so I'm very cautious about my prediction for this match because embarrassing Brock Lesnar is to remove control from him, to remove dominance, to, to remove uh, the, the overwhelming nature of the beast incarnate. And so um, do I believe Cody is going to go over in this match? Yes, I do. I do believe you don't think that, it's going to be a beatdown of any kind. But I don't think it's going to be a beatdown of any kind. I think both men are going to be booked incredibly strong, which uh, for Brock is is rare to see equal booking for, for, for Brock. And so um, the, everything that Cody is doing right now, this is going to be an integral part of his long-term story, especially as it relates to 
the documentary and, and possibly circling back around to Roman and a lot of things that are happening. We have to see him conquer some big players in the WWE as he works his way back to finishing the story. Won one, lost one. Tonight, will he win another one to come out on top? Brock Lesnar. We'll see tonight SummerSlam live from Detroit. The world title is up for grabs. And what a what a fun story that goes back several, several years between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I'll be honest. I love the storyline, which we'll get to in a little bit on, on for the bloodline. But this story... It feels really, really good. It feels like they've taken their time. They've, they, you know, they they broke away while Seth was was healing from his injury. Um, I'm excited to see who comes out on this one, particularly for those two, but also for the Judgment Day. Yeah, you've got your best friend inside your group with a briefcase that says, "I can have a shot anytime I want." It could be during the match tonight. It could be a distraction in the match tonight for uh, to allow Finn to to go over on Seth. Um, there's so many directions that this story can go here on SummerSlam with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, and any of them I'll be happy with. Absolutely. It, this this story, again, um, building off of the, the inaugural uh, Universal title match from X number of years ago, there, there is a legitimate feel in this match that there is some there are stakes in play. And even though we had this match already, no one is disappointed to see this match again. You highlighted the dynamics of the Judgment Day. I won't revisit those. But this match, I would argue, other than uh, Brock and Cody, has the longest-term storytelling implications because of the overlap with Judgment Day. There is so much that is at stake in this match of how programming could be affected for the next now through WrestleMania. And so this is going to be a match to watch to determine what stories we're going to see be told on screen here in the very near future. No, you're right. And, uh, man, I'm excited to see what happens in this one. I love that none of these have... Other than the the uh, the Ronda Sheena match, it is an MMA fight. But every nothing else has some, you know, title on a pole or a you know, uh, Judy Bagwell on a pole match. There's none, none <laughs> of that. There's no there's no stipulation other than the story that's on the line. And I I think that that is so pure and so true. And I think it really allows us to pay attention to the match versus paying attention to the stipulation. How yeah. are they going to get to this, that, or that? You yeah. know. Uh, I'm excited about this one. Before we get to the main event, um, let's talk about the matches that are not on the card that we thought were going to be. Just yeah. one in particular, and that is um, Becky Lynch and uh, Trish Stratus. Yep. It was a buildup, and there was some real heat, real tension there. Uh, but we didn't, we didn't actually get to see, we, or we don't actually get to see that match on this card. And we also have heard that Becky's not even here. She's not even in Detroit. She's at home taking care of the baby. Plus, she might be here for her husband, who's in a pretty big, pretty big yeah. fight. Uh, but no, I understand that. But it's interesting that they built up and they had some stipulations and some hurdles for her Becky to jump, and she did, and then she's not on the card. How do you think that makes her feel? So here, here's the thing. I, I feel like this is a roundabout way to actually honor and to respect um, these people who didn't make the card. 
you know, um, I, I like to read a lot of the behind the scenes things and stuff. And, and what I read, the reasoning for this was not that nobody wants to see it or, or, or they didn't find it important. It's simply that the card was already so stacked that it was going to get lost in the shuffle. That's very true. And so to push these, you know, a couple of these matches out, even again with the uh, U.S. title, which I'm sure we'll hit in a minute, to uh, to push these matches out and to give them significant time on network television, which in all fairness might be more people watching anyway, depending on any given week. You are saying we value what you do and we want you to have the time slot that you so rightfully deserve. And to even see, you know, th- you know, this match with 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 Becky, it will main event the the show here in a couple of weeks. And so, while it does suck, and and I know that if I was in that position, I would feel conflicted about not being on the card as well. But at the same time, you cannot deny the intentionality from management to say we're not going to rush this for you. We're going to give you ample time in a great place to tell this story the way it needs to be told because what we are not going to do is go back to the days of three-minute women's matches. Yeah, and I'm glad for that, and also I'm not looking for a two-night SummerSlam either. That's a negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> not yet, not yet, that's for sure. Uh, you brought it up. Uh, let's hit the uh, the U.S. title as well, and I think probably for a lot of the same reasons we want to give a little more time, but do you see Santos not Carlos, Escobar, taking home the U.S. title from Austin Theory when that match does happen next Friday on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, you're not going to live that down, by the way. Um, but with with the U.S. title match, this might be the most negative thing that I will say uh, to date um, on the WrestleChat podcast, but Austin Theory has not been No, and, no, not and, at all. And, Again, if I was standing right in front of him, I would say the same thing. So I'm not going to, you know, go for low blows or anything like that. But he is uh, he is being Austin Theory from the independent circuit. And and that Austin Theory is not what we need in WWE. He is incredibly talented. I would pay money to see him wrestle. I am paying money to, to see him wrestle. But but the thing is, he needs to take a break, reevaluate and find a way to reinvent himself. Being in that situation does not make you a bad superstar, a bad person, a bad athlete. Anyone who's been successful, you could argue one of the most successful characters in all of WWE history in The Undertaker had to go through multiple versions of itself. So it's not that he's done something wrong, but it's just time to adjust things a little bit. So with that said, I would be shocked if uh, Santos Escobar does not walk away with the United States title. It would be very strange to me because even with the booking we've seen for Austin Theory, it, it seems like we can feel where it's headed. And that is the most you will ever hear Austin Theory and Undertaker compared here on the WrestleChat podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That takes us to the main event. The, let's see if I can get this right. The universal, the undisputed WWE Universal title is on the line. Jay had a hard time with it last night on SmackDown. I have a hard time with it. Like, can we just call it, it the undisputed title? It won't even fit it? in lower thirds anymore. Like, it's or, so long. Or actually, on the title itself, it says undisputed champion. Let's call it the undisputed championship is on the line between right now the head of the table, Roman Reigns, and family member Jay Uso. I mean, we don't need to recap the story here because it has been rich, rich, rich for quite some time now 
But I think the, the biggest question is, who's going to be at the head of the table when this whole thing is over? That, that is a great question. And to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, do I think that Roman is losing the title at SummerSlam? No, I do not. Do I think that his place as the tribal chief, he will retain that leaving SummerSlam? That I'm not sure of. I think, as we've seen with the bloodline, this match has the ability to go about 17 different directions. Um, As I've predicted for several weeks now, I do not think this match ends without some type of interference from someone somewhere. Is it Jimmy? Is it Afa? Is it Sika? Is it Solo? Is it Dwayne The Rock Johnson? You forgot Rikishi. Rikishi. Come on. Rikishi. My bad. Could it end in a stink face? Rikishi, I love you, man. I didn't mean mean it. It's not personal. Don't, don't, don't Don't give me a stink stink face. Don't give me a stink face. (laughs) But uh, all that to say, there is so much on the line here. And like I said earlier, you know, long-term booking implications. I think that we're going to see a continued push for Jey Uso in a singles uh, situation. But I think what we're going to see is this match is the startup and the build to whatever is going to happen at WrestleMania. And so this is going to, for me, this is going to be a closely watched edge of my seat match because regardless of how the wrestling plays out, I'm going to be biting my nails, you know, waiting to get to the end to see where this story goes. Well, and two, something that we've, that could be completely out of left field. Let's say this Cody Brock matches on earlier on in the show. This one being at the end. What if that interference or that distraction or that that something is Cody later on in the show? Yeah. To start working towards WrestleMania 40. Yep. It could be something something like that as well. Those are just our speculations. We'd like to know what yours are as well. Uh, if you're not following us yet here on YouTube, go ahead, click that follow button and uh, the notification bell. You'll know when we drop a new episode. We do every morning at, or every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. But we do have some surprises coming up we've got uh, some more episodes coming up we've got we're expanding we're doing the opposite of going to work at mcdonald's we're expanding this podcast this channel wrestle chat tv here the wrestle chat podcast uh and so you'll be seeing more content coming from this channel in the coming weeks which we're super excited about and we hope you are too help us spread the word about all of this uh you could do that by sharing this with a friend but really more importantly you just following will help a ton as well so follow this channel we appreciate that if you want to chime in on one of these matches we'd love to know what you think as well we uh, are, are very quick to comment back and so we like having those conversations it truly is called a wrestle chat for a reason we like chatting with you guys and we met some people even at the airport that are uh, that are chatting with us tonight at the show yeah. so if uh, oh we also we also have a winner yeah we have a winner at the show tonight who won seats from wrestle chat podcast we we'll connecting with her a little bit later on so make sure you follow us on instagram as well it's wrestle chat podcast uh you can find that link here as well anything else we need to hit before we uh we go to the uh merch store uh, title uh, real quickly if you guys are able to watch this uh, before uh, you tune in for SummerSlam or even if you're here at the event hit us up with a message especially yeah. if you're here we'd love just to shake your hand say hi give you a high five the whole deal so if you're going to be at Wrestlemania here live from Detroit shoot us a message on social media we'd love to meet up with you Wrestlemania is not for a couple weeks uh, it's SummerSlam here in Detroit did I say <laughs> Wrestlemania <laughs> it's alright it is it's it a, feels like Wrestlemania it is Summers Wrestlemania it is Summers Wrestlemania how about that 
it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. If you're not here and you're watching at home on Peacock, that's awesome too. Still chime in. Let us know what you think about these matches, who you think is going to come out on top, and let's keep the chat going. We're also on Discord as well. That link is in the description of this. If that's more your thing, hit us up there as well. Um, all right. I think that's about it. You ready to roll? Let's do it. All right. We'll see you guys next week on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.